outlets across the country have been reporting on this big day, and uh, each, each station has their own unique spin. It's pretty cool. It's Cyber Monday, a day on the retail calendar that can be enjoyed from a desk or the couch. Enjoyed from a desk or a couch. Enjoyed from a desk or maybe the couch. Enjoyed from a desk or the couch. Enjoyed from a desk or the couch. Enjoyed from the desk or even the couch. Enjoyed from a desk or the couch. From a desk or the couch. That is unbelievable. You are all horrible at your jobs. That is just unbelievable. So I don't know who first coined the phrase. Then how did it travel around to all the different news organizations? I have no idea. That is so lame. It's not even a good phrase. No, for it's it. not even. Yeah, it's not even particularly clever. It's just wow. That is amazing. From your desk or the couch. I'm a handsome person who's symmetrical and can read a teleprompter. Yeah, that that wow. That is just incredible. We've marveled at that through the years, but... Uh, Be better at your jobs, TV news. Speaking of Cyber Monday, is anybody... I know the numbers were supposed to come out this morning. Can somebody uh, see if those are out? They were thinking it was going to be the biggest day in the history of capitalism, which is, uh, I don't know, something to mark, which will be the record until, like... Tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the Friday before Christmas um, when they break another record, but... Um, so we've got Sean's uh, daily stories that we won't be covering coming up next segment, and he's going to get into the Grammys, which I'm kind of interested in a little bit of uh, who's up for best album, which is something I could Google right now. It's it's in that it's in that sweet spot of category for me of things I'm interested in, but not so interested I'd actually Google it, <laughs> which is a very narrow window. So, right? Yes. Uh, so some numbers from Cyber Monday. Sure. We got the the Adobe Analytics was to they were tracking this uh, on three thirty p.m. By three thirty p.m., the online sales were three point three eight billion dollars. That marks a seventeen percent increase from last year. Okay. Uh, yeah, the um, part of that is just the shifting from brick and mortar brick and mortars to online, which was really evident this year as Black Friday brick and mortars. Were, were much lower than they had been in the past as a percentage of money spent and uh, the online way higher. So it's just a shifting way, as we're all doing, some of us more than others. But um, what that's going to mean long-term for for the economy and the structure of society with all those mom-and-pop stores across America that just can't hang in there anymore because you can order it online for cheaper and have it that day or the next day, and it's, it sucks if you've been running that business your whole life, but that's, you know, times change. Yeah, this is actually a really interesting article. They, the, the most popular items uh, were the Google Chromecast, uh, which is something for cord cutters, people trying to stream TV on their actual TV, uh, Apple AirPods, the cordless earphones, and the, uh, the Sony PlayStation Virtual Reality Kit, which is a, a very entry-level uh, version of virtual reality for, for oh, most people. cool. Yeah, it doesn't require, like, the $2,000 computer. It's a very plug-and-play, kind of user-friendly into that world. So I was on a, I came across a news story the other day, and I clicked on it, and it had an option of watching the video or a VR version of the video, which I watched just on my phone, and it was two screens side-by-side, right. and it didn't look like anything. But I thought, I wonder, are there now enough people that have a VR helmet that it's worth putting those videos up on news sites. That this site obviously thought so. So, so yes, it's getting more and more uh, on the high end in terms of people with the actual full-on helmets, the goggles that you tried out. But there also are more and more, kind of like the Sony PlayStation VR. But to a further extent, there's kind of these adapters for your smartphone 
where you kind of turn your smartphone into the VR goggles. And okay. like the thing you looked at sounds like one of those things yeah, where I haven't seen that yet. It, it's an inter- it, it's not as quite as immersive as the thing you did, but it's a really cool kind of scratching of the surface. It's better than two D or whatever right, we right. call yeah. flat. Yeah, that that's the, the the most exciting development coming down the road to me is that whole uh, virtual reality stuff, and we'll start watching movies with our helmets on, and the whole the whole movie will be created around us and stuff. That'll be very very cool. Or imagine when it gets to the point where the the data can be transmitted in real time, and all of a sudden I can sit courtside and watch an NBA game from my house. Yeah, right. Like I I turn to the right, I Spike Lee sitting next to me. I turn to the left, there's the referee, and I'm just courtside. Yeah, and then uh, of course it will be used for pornography. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, that's where that's, the money's coming from. All all innovations are used for either uh, killing another country or pornography. That's just the way it works. You okay? Yeah. 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 Disappointed? What? Disappointed? No. Angry? A- angry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trying to pick up on the emotion. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Would you like to hear my Google review of the state of American medicine? Uh, sure. Is there are there negative stars? Can you give, you give minus? You give stars? one star or lower. Yeah, yeah, one star review. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, uh, apparently, if the 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 little gal on the phone having a, you know maybe there's a, a medical thing going on that you really need to know about, uh, you know, if she has the slightest question about your insurance, even if I don't know, for instance, you've been a patient there for effing that, years. That drives me crazy. Effing. Years. That drives me crazy. There there can be no discussion of what they called you about, or you called them about, for that matter, until that wrinkle where the little gal on the phone, for some reason, she has some question on the paperwork. Nothing happens till that question is resolved. Nothing. Yeah. I haven't changed my insurance in 20 years? <laughs> right. I've been going there... I, I, I this is like my fifth doctor at this particular health provider because they keep quitting for reasons I could get into because they they've told me because they've seen your uh, you know well yeah well I you stare at that enough you quit too how would you like it um, <laughs> I've been there longer than the goddamn doctors <laughs> but there's some type oh yeah. that's well let me put you on hold nothing can happen to that little gal who is very pleasant. And and it's not her. It's it's her, her overlords that are you know demanding oh, this sure, of her. Yeah. And I understand that completely. Pleasant gal, nothing against her, but nothing can happen until that minute question re the paperwork is answered. It's just uneffing believable. And it's, I like the way it's all so random. Like I'll show up to get a prescription, and uh, I need to see your uh, documentation that your children are on your insurance or something. What? This is like the 90th prescription I've gotten this year. I mean, what? Why now? Why today? What? What's? What was? The, everything was fine two days right. ago. And right. I remember one time when I was uh, ill and going to the doctor a lot. They needed to see my insurance card, and I said, "This is literally my ninth doctor's appointment this week." <laughs> and now all of a sudden, somebody needs to see my card. Okay. God. <laughs> it's just just so random, but. That's the way it works. I ever tell you about the time I woke up from a nap and had to immediately go get one of my children a prescription because they were sick? Mm-hmm. Judy called and said, hey, are you up yet? Yeah, I just woke up. Uh, you you got to go get Delaney's medicine. Okay, all right, I'll go, I'll go. It's a regular place. So I jump in the car, I drive there, and it's three, four minutes from my house. I get to the pharmacy, and the, and the lady says, uh, what's Delaney's birthday? I'm like, um, it's... um um." You're not and, her father. And she looks at me with a look that was an entire paragraph of, 
you're a terrible dad. You don't know your child's oh, okay. birthday. <laughs> not only do you not know her birthday, you don't care enough about her while she's sick to remember her birthday. <laughs> Look at this terrible father. The other pharmacist lady starts looking at me. And suddenly the pressure's on. I got anxiety just exploding in my head. And I'm thinking, I could recite the Gettysburg Address for you right now, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. that's right. September 27th. <laughs> 17th. No, it's the 7th. Wait a minute. No. God, I was so paranoid. So they just thought you were a bad dad. I thought they were thinking you were trying to pull a fast one, and somehow you were like a grown man who wanted colic medicine. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, I just up. love I love gobbling up uh, uh, the, 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 the penicillin, much as I can get. <laughs> so, Sean has got his thing coming up next, which I'm excited about, because he's going to hit us with what are the... Uh, Albums up for best album of the year in the Grammys and a tiny snippet of each. Oh, which okay. I'd like to hear. Oh, I do enjoy a snippet. Yeah, snippet, right? Not the whole song. Gotcha. So among other things, come on. When we go to uh, single payer government health care, you won't have to deal with any of that. By the way, oh God, help me! Huh? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Anderson Park. Oh. He's one of the no- Grammy nominees. Well, don't ruin it! We've got Sean coming up in just a minute with the uh, Album of the Year nominee. Michael, pop your bags and get out. And this is uh, not the usual. You got this female prison guard arrested for having sex with inmates. Well, this happens now and again. Now and again. That's, yeah. that's an interesting lifestyle you got going on there. <sighs> There's a lot of guys out of prison. If you're really looking to all you're looking for is a, you know, a physical relationship. There are, there are a number of gentlemen in the, in the country that'd be willing to, to sign up for that. Yeah, but you know they're not going to like bother you if you're through with them. They're in jail. That's it. But yeah. look at her. She does not look like your typical. That is a mousy little woman right there. You know, she reminds me a little of that old gal who uh, who helped those two uh, horrible guys escape in what was it, upstate New York? That's right. She does. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's got guys who are just crazy in love with her. Yeah, they're crazy in love with her. They're pretending to be so they can get, you know, whatever, a better life in prison or out or whatever. Hey, part of the sex scandal thing that's been going on for a couple of weeks, there's the, he's a congressman who nude photos came out of him. I oh, yeah. I haven't checked those out yet. So he he was having... <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, I just wanted to see how embarrassing they are or uh, if they are. Yeah. Um, he, he was having an affair woman he's having an affair with, for whatever reason, took pictures of him when he was naked, and then she posted them. Right. Vengeance porn by her. Yeah. And, and, and clandestine recordings, too, of the two of them talking. And this is being put out in the same atmosphere, which is kind of weird, because this is just him having an affair. Right. He said, well, yeah, and he and his wife were separated, headed for divorce. Well, even if and, they weren't. And what? he'd had a girlfriend or two while they were getting ready to get divorced. Yeah. But even if they weren't, if, if that starts becoming the, you have to leave office crime, then. Because you got a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. And you're right. It has been 
uh, yeah, uh, people acting as if it's part of part and parcel of this thing we're talking about, but it's not. Has anybody checked out the pictures of the nude congressman? Anybody seen them? I just wondered if they're particularly embarrassing. I mean, uh, you could get me from a flattering side, or you could get me from a non-flattering. Side. Well, sure, it's all about the lighting. Um, so, uh, but <laughs> well, my am I holding my belly in or not? They are. Uh, they are uh, uh, making the, <laughs> the beast with two backs while. While the photograph was taken, as I understand it. By her or someone else? I don't know. Maybe she got a, a selfie stick. I don't know. Is there, an, <laughs> is there another person in the room? I don't I think, think it's... they were making Congress porn, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> anyway, so Sean's ready? Awesome. I, I am, yes. Fantastic. For stories we won't be covering. But Sean will. Go ahead. Yes, Grammy edition. We have your nominations for the Grammys today. I'll only be going over album of the year. Because uh, uh, we'll save a uh, best dance recording of the year for tomorrow. I don't want to go through it all today. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so there, there are uh, five nominees for album of the year, as is typically the case. Only one lady. This is a uh, somewhat of a change from last Sexism, year. Sexism, misogyny, they harassment. Had, they had the big Beyonce versus Adele battle this 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 nah. year's hashtag Grammys to male. I've already started it. Yeah, exactly. So the the nominees this year we have Bruno Mars with uh, twenty four karat magic. Never heard of him. I'm I'm fascinated that Bruno Mars seems to have successfully kicked Justin Timberlake off of the corner of King of Pop. I'm mm. seeing if uh, Justin can reclaim mm. that with a Super Bowl performance. Here's a clip from Bruno's record. Easily the most popular album of those nominated. Uh, second on the list is Childish Gambino. The, uh, the Do you mind if we throw in a comment now Go again? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Michael Jackson wants his groove back. Eh, back to you. Whatever. And music <laughs> doesn't make me angry. Soup now. does. Childish Gambino is the musical alias of one Donald Glover, the guy behind Atlanta. Uh, he's the, the new Lando in the upcoming Star Wars movie. Very big star. Uh, favorite to win an EGOT at some point. Uh, his album, Awaken My Love, a shout, uh, kind of a, a throwback to the, the funk era. Here's a, a clip from the, the title track, Redbone. Slow jam. Now, this is stolen from Prince. If the other one was stolen from Michael Jackson, yeah, everybody steals. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Especially in pop music. So, that that's awesome. a funky singing voice he's got there. Yes. Does he always sing like that? No, no, no. He, he, he varies that around a little bit. Uh, but that is also the album currently of the. the I'd like to hear a little more bass. The winner of my Al Green Award, the album that you most likely want to put on after a successful date. Mm. Oh, yeah. A successful yeah. date. That or, was a little Al Greeny. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love, yeah. I love little Reverend Al. Can't get enough. Uh, so uh, next up on the list is 40-something-year-old professional rapper Jay-Z with his uh, his album titled 444, uh, which is apparently the time of the morning when he decided he wanted to do another album or some, or, some or pretentious code that saves him $100 million a year. <laughs> Something like that. Here is a clip of that. I apologize. Woman took for my child to be born, see through a woman's eyes, took for these natural twins to believe in miracles, took me too long for this song, I don't deserve you, I harass you out in Paris. Yeah, I can't hear him with that woman wailing at the background. <laughs> he did that song in Saturday Night Live. That's the one he was kind of bent over the microphone in the dark and just going on and on about how sorry he is that he cheated on Beyonce, which was kind of an interesting mood. How's that, baby? Should I write another one? <laughs> you going to stay with me now, Beyonce? Yeah. Uh, the, now, this one, I believe this is the favorite to win it. This is Kendrick Lamar, uh, his album, Damn. Here is uh, a, a clip from his song, Humble. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finesse and none of with some counterfeits. But now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. 
Parmesan for my accountant. See, money slang cheese. Parmesan is cheese. I remember syrup sandwiches. <laughs> uh, back back before he was rich. Right, syrup sandwiches. You wow. got to eat wow. what you can. Wow. Rock and roll is dead, clearly. I'm not sure I By would find that satisfying, a syrup sandwich. And the final I've nominee. a butter sandwich. You ever have a butter sandwich? No. Oh, that's a good sandwich. Butter and sugar. <laughs> no, don't say you to me until you've tried it. <laughs> we used to eat but- butter and sugar sandwiches as a kid, occasionally. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, I'll the, try one today. The, the final nominee for Album of the Year from this year's Grammys is the, the lovely, talented Lord and her album, Melodrama. I do my makeup in somebody else's car. We order different drinks at the same bars. She seems very emotional. It's a rough night so far. I know about what you did and I want to scream the truth. Oh, boy. Dang it. Things are going south. The truth will out. She thinks you love the beach. You're such a damn liar. Oh, oh that's a good line right oh. there. I like that one. Yeah, yeah I like the beach. It's your version of apple picking, Sean. <laughs> that's a good oh, line. I love apple picking. That's a good line in a song. <laughs> sure, I like the beach. You don't like the beach. You told her you like the beach? I've dated you for five years. You hate the beach. <laughs> That's You're great. always going on about how much you hate the beach. Right. Just a giant ashtray. <laughs> That's awesome. So no country music, no Taylor Swift, no Correct. nothing of that. No rock and roll. What happened and to the Fighters of Foo? They had a big album. What? Wall Released St- too late? Yeah, too early. That was a good album, too. Yeah. Wall Street Journal had an article, I don't remember, six months ago. Got a lot of attention. About how the guitar is dead as an instrument. It's mm. just the guitar is dead. Um, nobody's interested anymore, and it's it's you know peaked and gone away. And I I don't know, was there a guitar in any of those songs there? Uh, Bruno Mars probably had the best chance oh, yeah. of having one in it. He had a little wacka 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 Right. That's a yeah. That's uh, some thin gruel for the lovers of the yeah. the, the uh, guitar. Exactly. Well, so maybe it, the guitar is dead. I don't. I don't know. It's it's, it's uh, what do you call it when your obituary has been written many times and uh-huh. then it comes back again. Uh, we'll see. Cycles. But I actually, I do have plans to go see uh, Jay Z uh, do his concert here pretty soon, so I'll have more information on if it's just a depressed, sad man reflecting on the mistakes of his life, or if it's kind of a new uh, era of hip hop. If Jay Z were doing a show in my family room, I would watch it because it's next to the kitchen. And I might be in the kitchen, and your TV's currently not working. That's so. right, my TV's out. Dev's an expensive TV, Sony. What are you going to do for me? And uh, but if he was in my living room over there, nah, I'm not going to. Really? I would walk across the street to see Jay-Z. Nah, no I would doubt. out of curiosity. But uh, that's kind of interesting, though. The uh, I'm a star at a certain point in my life, and now I'm just going to get up on stage and talk about how I was a bad person. Because Chris Rock's new comedy tour, which kind of went south really fast, the review on it was he gets up on stage, and there's a few jokes and a lot of, I was a bad guy, I cheated on my wife a lot, and she divorced me, and I feel terrible about it. Which is just, like, with no joke. <laughs> wow. Just commentary. And, and, I, and then... Yeah, and I kind of felt that way with Jay-Z's song, where it's just kind of, and I, I cheated on my wife a lot, and she's really mad, and I hope she keeps me in, and I feel bad about Thanks myself. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> so that's kind of it. Sorry to hear it. Yeah. As, as, as someone who's grown up listening to it, it's very interesting to hear someone kind of regret the very actions that were being bragged about well, from yeah. records past, right? Like, it's an interesting kind of full circle thing. It's growing up to a certain extent. Yes, very much. Uh, what do we got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? All I can tell you is I missed the medley, melody in those songs. <laughs> Miss the horn. I can't understand the words. <laughs> yes. Trump freestyles his way into another dust-up, this time with Navajo Code Talkers. Yes. Nodding your head makes you more likable. It's science and a Princess Merkel fun fact. All coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. M- M- Merkel? It's... 
Is that her name? Or is it Markham? Markle? I don't know what Markham? her name is. It's not Merkin, is it? No, it's <laughs> not Merkin. It's not Princess Merkin. Google it. Now, little Bruno Mars has uh, some guitar and some, some melody and, and the rest of it, but his songs are very, very naughty. I don't think you can handle the Marshall. Um, oh, and we haven't talked about the Pocahontas story with uh, Trump and uh, Elizabeth Warren for quite a while, so we should we should revisit that. Marshall will set it up for you if you haven't heard it. I thought it was hilarious. The rest of the world is aghast. So. It's not a racial slur if it's also the title of a Disney movie. <laughs> That's a pretty good point. Thank you. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, if you haven't heard this story, it's a pretty good one. Let's get the news with Park Visitor Marshall Phillips. President Trump was freestyling it, used his Pocahontas insult about Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren yesterday at a White House event honoring three Native American code-talker war heroes from World War II. Trump saying to the Navajo men during that ceremony, You're very, very special people. You were here long before any of us were here. Although we have a representative in Congress who they say was here a long time ago. They call her Pocahontas. But you know what? I like you because you are special. God, his syntax is that of a six-year-old foreigner. (laughs) (laughs) An English learner like a week into English lessons. But just... I, I love the Bocana shot at uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. And he, he thinks she's the biggest threat to him, probably. Right. But uh, that was the wrong place for it. Well, the Absolutely. setting was awful. Oh, and the yeah. execution was, I mean, it was just a string of words. And you're talking about the setting. The optics made it even worse. The Trump administration catching heat over where the event took place in front of the presidential portrait of Andrew Jackson. Yeah. As many observers noted online and elsewhere, it was Jackson who signed what was called the Indian Removal Act. That led to the deaths of thousands of Native Americans as tens of thousands were driven from their lands in the southeastern U.S. Jackson's often referred to by Native Americans as the Indian Killer. But if you're going to start worrying about that sort of thing, you're going to have to take down a whole bunch of president's pictures because you're always going to be able to, the, the first seven, including the founder of this country, somebody's going to complain. With George Washington, slave owner, right behind me, you took the, I just did. It would I never think end. Jackson's particularly insensitive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think but. that's a non-story. And I think calling Pocahontas a racial slur is a non-story also. Yeah. You want to say he's travel? he's... Uh, uh, trafficking in stereotypes or being disrespectful yeah. it's like calling every mexican guy you run into jose it's disrespectful it's not a racial slur pocahontas was the title of a disney movie yeah i haven't just, uh, seen any disney movies called enter boy or anything like that right. i yeah. mean yeah. come it, on now it, it, your your point of there are no disney movies that are racial slurs. Not many. <laughs> now, if I call every every uh, uh, person from the Arab world I run into Aladdin, <laughs> you know, sooner or later oh, I'm going to get punched oh, in the face. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. but <laughs> yeah, I don't. You probably couldn't get away with that. Again, it's disrespectful. Uh, but let's stop calling everything racist. Right. A group of wealthy uh, homeowners whose private street was auctioned off after years of unpaid property taxes is asking San Francisco leaders to reverse the sale. 
The association, representing some three dozen homeowners, says the city treasurer should never have sold the street without doing more to notify them that their property was going to be sold off. But the treasurer said the property owners are responsible for updating their mailing addresses and paying the taxes on time. And so their street has been sold off. So now I I, I remember reading about this at the time when yeah. it first happened. That So now the guy who owns it, can he like enact wacky homeowners association fees? and He can charge you to drive on the street. The street's private well, out in front of their home. I'm still. putting a toll booth right <laughs> yes. there. Yeah. Hey, back to the Pocahontas story yeah. briefly. Yeah. I just want to make it clear. While I was defending the term Pocahontas and Andrew Jackson, I do think his choice of bringing that up there was just awful. In front of elderly war heroes who, in spite of the historical grievances they may harbor, did brave and beautiful things for our country in our hour of need. Yeah, probably not a great setting to take a childish shot at Elizabeth Warren. Well, and it turned the event into something involving him, not them. Right, it became about him. Yeah. Yeah. New study out. Turns out, gently nodding your head makes you 33% more likable. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Marshall? Mm-hmm. Researchers mm-hmm. from Japan showed adults clips of people nodding, shaking, or keeping their heads motionless. The participants then rated each person on their attractiveness, their likability, and their approachability. Ultimately, nodding significantly increased ratings of likability and approachability. Well, shaking the head or keeping it most motionless had no effect on those ratings at all. Now, for people who misuse these ter- two terms, nodding is up and down. Uh-huh. Shaking yes. is side to side. Correct. What about people who, as you're talking, shake their head and roll their eyes? <laughs> what does that do for your life? God. What? All right. Go on. One. All right. For those of you. Or uh, as my son unfortunately did the other day, and I don't think we'll ever do again, the moving your hands like you're talking oh. thing. <laughs> He did to oh me my. when I told him to do yeah, something. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't think he'll do that again. <laughs> For those of you who remember the uh, game show Deal or No Deal with uh, Harry Man- or Howie Mandel. Yes, Weather, I do remember. The show where people had to choose briefcases of money that were being held up by beautiful women. Deal. Well, guess who held briefcase number 24 for a time? Angela Lansbury. The soon-to-be new princess. Really? Megan, open yes, the case. There wow. you go. Early in her career. So she is a big star. Early in her <laughs> career as an actress, she worked as a briefcase girl for the show. And wow. she later went on to star in Suits. Now she's a princess. And then captured the heart of Prince Harry. So she quit her TV show she was on, yeah. right? So yeah. she's given up her career more or less to be a princess? Yes. Well, who wouldn't? You know, I mean, well, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. And it depends on how much she loved the art. Uh, but uh, she doesn't need the money anymore. Could I be a prince for a couple of weeks and try it on before I quit my job? Because I don't. What? What's the gig like? It looks miserable. I'm right? certainly not wearing. I get the, the wealth. In the I'm not wearing the three piece suit. I'm wearing the fur, whatever that thing is. Oh, the big robe. Yeah, <laughs> the red robe with the white uh, ermine uh, trim. Like yeah. Henry, like Henry the Eighth. Yes, and a Back big, big crown all the time. Yeah, yes. a big turkey leg in your hand. Oh, <laughs> always a, a, a fresh turkey leg. <laughs> Got anything on under that robe? Just out of curiosity, there, uh, Harvey Weinstein. King Harvey? No, and I'm going to walk through the streets and people are going to say my new outfit looks fantastic. Oh, yes, oh, wow. you look great. Yes, my liege. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a Getty show, The Voice of the West. He takes another bite of turkey. 
I'm tired of turkey. Bring me the leg of a different beast. There is some lamby riders. Excellent. What's on their schedule every day? Anything? You got a charity gig now and again. I don't know. Is it every but, day? Is it once a week? But you do that voluntarily. You know, they don't you know go I mean? to, to, to Wurlitz and ski or Wurlitz. Right, or, right, right. Or, I don't know. I don't go there. I don't know what it is. But you're various European capitals. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Michael, I got to admit, I'd have loved it. Well, you didn't have to. Tom Petty's It's Good to Be King. But do you have oh, to get up at a certain time or do anything when you're I don't know. Prince Harry? Like I say, I have no... Well, he had to serve in the armed forces right. in Afghanistan, yeah. so... So he's mad. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Come and move that in my direction. Thankful for that, it's such a blessing, yeah Turn every situation into heaven, yeah Oh, you are My sunrise on the darkest day Got me feeling The FBI received over 200,000 requests for instant gun background checks on Black Friday Setting a new record for the most ever in a single day So whatever you do on Christmas morning, don't shake your presence and his complete ignorance of yeah. basic gun safety. As a guy who I'll bet there's a decent chance he's never seen a gun in real life, mm. uh, which is fine. Um, is it? So Tom Friedman wrote a column in the New York Times. He's the, um, well, he's an expert on the Middle East and has been for many decades. And he went over to Saudi Arabia to meet with uh, MBS, as they call him, the new 32-year-old real leader of Saudi Arabia. His dad's still there, but... Yeah, I found that... I read that. It's great. It's really interesting. Yeah, he said, um, only a fool would predict success with reform, but only a fool would not root for it. Mm-hmm. But he said he talked to this dude for, for four hours the first night they were there, and, and and the guy was hardcore. That, no, this was actually... This was not about me consolidating power or my dad and I and just trying to take charge of the country or whatever. We're trying to root out corruption. We have studies going way back says at least ten percent of uh, of of the of the money of this country is wasted in corruption, and we're never going to continue to be a growing, prosperous nation with that going on. We uh, we have tried to t- we've had many wars on corruption; they've never been successful. Mm-hmm. Trying to go at it from the bottom up, like with street vendors and that sort of thing, they decided to do it from the top down. They went to the very top people. They presented all these Saudi princes and billionaire businessmen with a portfolio. Showing this is all the stuff we know of the stealing you're doing. All wow, right? that's great. And they all agreed to be arrested rather than have that come out. And uh, so they're in jail in the the Ritz-Carlton in there in Riyadh. Boy, it's the other half of that thing that really got my attention, though, the reform of the religious uh, order there in Saudi Arabia and how he wants to go back to pre-1979. You know the whole beekeeper you know, super fundamentalist women can't go anywhere, can't drive, can't do anything, cover up every inch. That dates back to the Prophet Muhammad. No, I'm sorry. That d- dates back to, like, you know, after the Bee Gees had their heyday. It was 1979 when they adopted all that crazy stuff in Saudi Arabia as an effort to buy off the fundamentalist wackadoos out in the hinterlands. And so this guy's saying, look, during the time of Muhammad, there was musical theater. 
Women would walk down the streets with men. It's fine. Prior to 1979, you see pictures of Saudi Arabia, Riyadh, 1975, women walking down the street in skirts. And so he's like, don't give me the, this is the way it has to be. We're going to go a, a lot more moderate, the way Islam ought to be. And my God, given you know all the financing of the wackadoo madrasas Saudi Arabia has done over the last 40 years or so, and all the damage that's done, that could be that could be the historical change of this century. Yeah, that'd be something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Islam didn't become the dominant uh, thing that it was there for so long in the world history, in, inventing mathematics and science and all the things it did, having the attitudes that a lot of it has today. Oh, no. No, completely backward. And, uh, boy, this guy, MBS, though, Mohammed bin Salim or MBS. It's um, got a cool acronym for a name, man. Right, exactly. That's a good start right it's there. It's no NPH, but it's good. Uh, so, anyway, um, <laughs> MBS, uh, I'm sure he's more than familiar with what happened to old Anwar Sadat when, when he tried to get moderate and reach out to the rest of the world mm-hmm. and all the... Uh, a bunch of fundamentalists with rifles stormed his uh, his parade box and and put a bunch of holes in him. Yeah. So MBS has got a you know I'm sure he's got oh, uh, yeah. people loyal to him and they got their guns loaded. Oh yeah, which you wouldn't under a Christmas tree, Seth. That's Seth. He's got to know what he's taking on. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, his dad probably told him, "Look, I'm all for it, but we got to realize what we're up against here." Yeah, dude. Yeah. Please. There, there are uh, hundred thousand people willing to strap bombs through their body and blow you up, mm-hmm. if not more. Well, that's well said. Yeah, Saudi Arabia alone. Yeah, never mind. You know, elsewhere where that uh, death cult philosophy of of that particular you know point of view uh, holds sway. Then, not my Muslim friends. And uh, I'd like to know what all their plans are because Jared Kushner was over there for late night conversations just mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. And I'm sure, I would assume, was tipped off on all this. Yeah. Well, they're desperate to become a modern country because the oil won't last forever. And the demand for the oil, hell, that might run out before the oil runs out. And then what do you got? You got millions of people with no way to make a living. And and then what you got is violent revolution. And they know that. I'm wondering if there's not a certain amount of, you guys have got to get your act together because... We need you to be a full-on ally. We'll be your full-on ally against Iran because that's coming. But we can't do it if you got the, all these wackadoo, women can't drive, just stoning people crap going on. Right. We can't be seen with you. Yeah. You know, it, it could be. Maybe it, maybe it's Twitter. Maybe it's uh, the Internet. Maybe I don't know what it is. But the idea of, uh, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he, he's our bad guy. I just I don't think that you can get away with that in the same way. Yeah, it's a loathsome regime that scoffs at civil rights, but ah, they're a counterbalance to Iran. I don't think that works so much anymore. We'll see. Oh, my God, that could be. I was uh, talking to my, my daughter and a, a friend of hers uh, who they're, when they were home from college about this. I said, this could be the pivotal question of your lives. Is this guy successful? Yeah. Tom Friedman seems to think he's serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got that idea. Yeah. Now can he stay alive? That's the question. And now, final thoughts with Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty on the Armstrong and Getty radio program. (laughs) Here's your host, Joe Getty. (laughs) Let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean. Heading to see some live sport tonight. Going to see the Greek freak, Giannis Adetokounmpo. I'll be able to pronounce his name at some point, but today is not that day. I would like to check that out myself. Supposed to be the second coming basketball-wise. Really? He's something else. Uh, is this the young lad for the, what, Knicks? Or? Uh, no, uh, no, that's Porzingis. Uh-huh. This man plays for the Bucks. Yeah, check his papers. Michelangelo, final thought. Uh, yeah, today we talked about the four things that make us happy. Well, I want to add a fifth one. 
Get footwear that has good arch support. <laughs> it's hard to be happy if you have foot pain. Yeah, Think about it. Very good point. And well said. Uh, Mar- uh, National Parks visitor Marshall Phillips. Well, I was uh, trying to find out exactly what time the royal family wakes up every morning. I didn't find that out, but I did learn the queen wakes to the sound of her personal bagpiper every morning. Wow. There's there a sound go. I don't want to wake up to unless I want soiled sheets. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Dude, can you learn to play a flute or something? <laughs> Jack, what is your final thought? Can't believe we're doing back-to-back royal comments, but we got this text. Yeah. Hey, morons, she's not a princess, she's a duchess. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when it comes time, criticism. When it comes time from this royal wedding, I think this... I might have to take a month off work. Wow. I'm not sure I can handle the amount of coverage it's going to get when, oh. when, when it comes around. Well, my final thought is, you know, we're not in the Radio Hall of Fame at this point. Perhaps someday. I don't know. But we may make this new museum in Los Angeles the Museum Failure. (laughs) Uh, The Museum of Failure Innovation, I think, is the proper name. Uh, It is opening in Los Angeles. Uh, We'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow. That's a funny idea. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a lot of kind of closes and missed by a miles through uh, history and design and technology. If that's well put together, that could be really good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love the idea. Planes that didn't fly and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Here's what you got to do. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Our contact info's there. If we mentioned a link, that's where it's posted under hot links. Our contact, well, if there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Or if you want to, you know... Unleash your opinion. Go ahead. Of course, my museum, the tribute to the American Thistle, Thistle Be Awesome, will have special holiday pricing. I'll tell you about that as we get closer to Christmas. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. I'm going to send it back to y'all because ain't nobody here. I'm going back home. I'm going back to my bed, and I'm going to sleep. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.